Hey guys, this is Anna. So before we get today, get on with the show today, let's hear from our sponsor. Hey everybody, this is the Ramblings of a Transgender Christian Podcast. I am your host, Anna Hudock. So yeah, um, this one I kind of make something a little bit clear. So when I'm recording this, um, normally I record this podcast on Thursdays. That's normally when I do for Monday main show. Um, but obviously this week as of when I'm recording this, this Thursday is Thanksgiving, so I had to record this episode earlier. So I'm recording this on Wednesday. Um, so yeah, uh, it's Thanksgiving Eve as I'm recording this. I am actually really fucking busy, so I can't record this episode tomorrow because it's Thanksgiving. And today is really busy. Um, got a lot of packing to do, got a cleaning to do. Um... You know, because, well, I'm going to be out of this, I'm going to be homeless in a few weeks. Um, got to have to leave this apartment, so I got to get this place cleaned and packed up. Um, and yeah, and of course, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. And plus, I got to get to the library, but I am fucking exhausted today. Like, I slept, like, I really overslept. Like, I think I didn't wake up till like, around a little after eight, okay? Like, I really overslept. Um... Because for context, I'm usually up somewhere between, um, usually been up around somewhere around six. So for me, sleeping till eight is like really oversleeping, like really oversleeping. Uh, but last night was hell. Um, but yeah, I, I I got shit ton to do. So I am literally saying what I'm about to say right now, not for your benefit, but for mine, because I need to will it into existence. That this needs to be a short episode. Like I cannot be doing an hour plus episode today. Like, I've got to keep this nice and short because, well, I have way too much to do to uh, do this long, but I got to get an episode out. So I am speaking this into existence now. This will be a quickie. Um, so yes, I know. Sorry. I know that a lot of you like longer episodes, but unfortunately, I just don't have the time this week. Um, anywho, let us get on with this episode. Um, get as much in as possible. In our short time together. Um, so unfortunately the entire article did not save. Um, it did the entire article refused to download. Um, but basically there was this um a Republican senator who said that uh, who she said this about gay people. Um, which of course shows you who we're up against. Uh, just fucking awful that a government official would say something like this. Uh, she said, uh, my right to live a righteous lifestyle, because she is a Christian, of course, is based on my, on my sincerely held beliefs, does not end where her choice to live a perverse lifestyle begins, speaking of a gay person. So yeah, basically, her rights trumps gay people's rights. Um, of course... Then she took aim at the, around 85% of queer Americans who were too scared to hold their hands in public, um, fearing harassment and violence. She says this, I've got to tell you, I think these are normal consequences associated with the choices they made. So in other words... Gay people should get beat up. That's literally what she's saying. The natural consequence of being gay is getting the shit beat out of you. 
That is what she is saying. This is a Republican senator. This is a Republican senator. Um, I don't know the, the exact name of her because unfortunately that shit got cut out. Because basically the, the way I... Because since I have to use my fucking Amazon Kindle Fire right now, um, the only fucking browser that works on it is Amazon Silk Browser. So I said... Put this shit when I'm reading on Pink News. I have to put this shit in reading view. And unfortunately, it seems like the first few paragraphs got cut off by the fucking picture. So, uh, but you can find the full article in the show notes. Um, but yeah, this is a Republican who said, who straight up said, yeah, if you're LGBT, uh, we choose to get beaten up. Like, it's our choice to get beaten up because of how we choose to live. And because we choose to be queer, uh, we have therefore chosen to get the shit beaten out of us. That's great, ain't it? I mean, these people have uh, just lack any sense of morality. These people have no morality system whatsoever. Um, it's all about protecting the in-group for these fuckers. I understand that. Um, for entire morality system, I can, I can, I can tell you exactly how, for entire morality system right now. Protect the in-group. That is it. That is as far as for morality system goes, and that is, you know, that, 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 that's it. That's the extent of her morality system. Protect the in-group. And who's the in-group? Rich people and to and also cishet white people. That, that, those are the, that's the in-group. Anybody else needs to get fucked. Uh, but the other pe the, the, the people who are part of the out-groups, uh, for not really human beings, they must be destroyed at any, at any cost. Um, so all about the in-group. We must protect them with every fiber of our being. That is morality to them. That's all that morality is. Protect the in-group. As long as you're protecting the in-group, anything you do is moral. Uh, you know, harass, sexual harassment? Moral. Rape? Moral. Killing? Moral. As long as you're protecting the in-group. That's all that fucking matters to these people. I mean, it's just fucking awful. These people just... They are amoral motherfuckers. Um, and yet they claim to do this in the name of Christ, you know, because I think that Jesus, you know, um, you know, he, he was very much a great protector of the in-group. Um, you know, in Jewish society at the time, you know, that's why he, uh, hated tax collectors, you know, um, you know, he, he sucked up to the Sadducees and Pharisees, you know, um, really suck it, you know, and made sure to be a friend of, you know, the Roman government, um, you know, that was Jesus, you know, um, you know, he, 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 you know, he hated women, treated them as the gold-digging whores that they are. Um, yeah, um, Canaanites, he hated those fuckers. Oh, my God. Uh, that guy, he was right there, um, you know, preaching the persecution of Canaanites. Uh, Samaritans, I mean. What the, what the fuck was they saying Canaanites for? Samaritans, you know. 
Uh, fucking hated the Samaritans, just like any self-respecting Jew would. Um, that was Jesus, you know? Um, the protector of the in-group, quite obviously and clearly, you know? Uh, Jesus would be proud of these Republican motherfuckers, you know? Uh, per, you know, criminalizing the homeless, you know, just for being homeless. Uh, wanting to, you know, uh, rid of all the queers, you know? Uh, thinking that, you know, uh, segregating and enslaving black people, um, you know, tossing refugees and immigrants who are, you know, of color, of course, you know, um, in concentration camps, um, you know, uh, ensuring that, you know, these gold digging whores that are known as women, um, you know, that they don't have any rights, if they have no physical autonomy, sexual autonomy or anything, uh, you know, Jesus would be clearly in favor of this, you know, because um, he, he, he was back then, you know, with uh, when he was alive, you know. Um, clearly, I think these Republicans are up to something. They really understand Jesus well, obviously. I mean, um, you know, um, you know, in the Sermon of the Mount, you know, a lot of those, you know, fucking libs, you know, they like to say that, you know, um, they like to twist Jesus, um, Jesus's teachings on it, you know, um, where, you know, Jesus said that even, you know, um, hatred in your heart, uh, is considered, uh, murder, you know, um, cursing another person is considered murder, uh, no, 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 what, what Jesus really said, you know, in the, the actual Bible, not the libtard Bible, um, is that, you know, Jesus said, Verily, verily, unto thee I say, Mur Murder is okay as long as they are of color and queer. Or they get an abortion. Murder is perfectly fine, I tell you. I mean, did not my servant Donald J. Trump um, tell you that he could get away with murder on, you know, whatever avenue in New York? I tell you, this is true. My Don my servant Donald Trump, anyone he murders is for the best, for my kingdom. I say unto thee, murder is okay. I'm certain that's right there. Um, I think, I think I'm pretty certain it's right there if you read. Uh, but don't check, bother to check it, you know. Don't, 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 don't go looking that up. Uh, just, just trust me on this one. Um, I am certain it's in there, you know, just, just trust me, um, I wouldn't lie to you, right, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's fucking immoral, it's, uh, these people, for them, the Bible is just, you know, uh, j j just, you know, uh, just, like, a car, like, none of these fuckers actually, like, fucking understand the fucking thing the Bible has to say, um, you know, like, like recently, about a week or two ago, I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene on Twitter, you know, talking about how the greatest pleasure in her life was reading the Bible from end to end. And it was a picture of her just sitting on a chair, reading, looking down at her Bible, you know, looking so holy and righteous. And it's just like, bitch, if it was such a pleasure, if this was like the greatest thing that ever happened, but how the fuck do you not understand a fucking thing written in the Bible? 
Like, these people legitimately don't understand a fucking thing that's written in the Bible other than anything that they can misconstrue to attack the outgroup. These people have no understanding of the fucking Bible. They're completely fucking blind. I mean, this is fucking amazing. How blind these people... Like, these people can read the Bible. Like, I know somebody. Like, I know some people who have read the Bible cover to cover many times. And yet, they still have no understanding of it. They still believe that, you know, the Bible is... You know, pre, you know, um, is anti-abortion, that, um, that the Bible, it, it, um, is anti-queer, you know, um, that the Bible, you know, um, thinks that, you know, the mistreatment of black people is perfectly fine because, you know, whatever, um, that women should have no rights. But the homeless shouldn't be, um, shouldn't be taken care of, you know. That if you're homeless, well, it's clearly because you didn't work. And, you know, you don't work, you don't want to eat. Um, you know. Um, but we shouldn't give a shit about the poor. You know, just. This is what they believe, and yet they've read the Bible many times over. It just shows that. Reading the Bible doesn't mean shit. It's do you understand it? Are you willing? And as we see by, let's be honest, most Christians, especially conservative Christians, no. They don't want to live by it. Because if they did, well, they got to change. It's easier to mold Jesus into someone that you want him to be. You know, to change the Bible and to throw out anything that's inconvenient to to you, when it is to actually, you know, live accordingly to the Bible. You know, and all of these people are biblical literalists as well. You know, you gotta take the Bible literally, except for you know the parts of you know, um, you know, uh, helping the poor and homeless. You know. Of not oppressing them, you know that that, that that the Bible's not literal about that at all. No, 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 no. Fuck those people. Uh, the Bible, uh, you know, the, the Bible does not say that. You you can't take that literally. That's clearly just a um, hyperbole or metaphor or something. You know, um, can't take that part literally. But you know, anything I like is meant to be taken literally. Otherwise, you're a flaming heretic. Who will burn in hell? Um, you know the Antichrist. Say hi to you know Lucifer for me down there. Um, but yeah, um, I saw J.K. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, we need to move on. Um, saw J.K. Rowling whining on Twitter that she got doxxed. Um, you know, which apparently, from what I understand, her uh, you know is she you know. Uh, her mansion, you know, is so well hidden that apparently every single fucking person in her town knows exactly where she lives, and they're more than happy to point every single visitor to where her mansion is because they're so proud of, you know, Sonny from that town uh, making a big, apparently. So yeah, it's no secret of where she lives, apparently, from what I understand. 
uh, from people who live in that town or whatever. Um, like everyone knows where the fuck she lives. And yet she's sitting here on Twitter bitching about being doxxed by trans activists. Cry, baby, cry. Just, oh, it's so beautiful, you know. But let's let, let's just say that it, that nobody knew where she lived. Okay, let's just pretend for a moment. That who fucking cares? Good. You should be. You are making people's lives miserable. You are making people's lives harder by being an anti-trans activist, by getting in, by getting in front of our liberation. Here's the thing. Bigots don't deserve anonymity. They don't, you don't deserve privacy if you're a bigot. You are working against human rights. You are fighting against queer liberation. Boo-hoo, get over it. You chose wrong. Yeah, guess what? You deserve to be doxxed. Now, she wasn't doxxed because everybody knows where she lives, but if she were, if it was an actual doxing, guess what? You deserve it. Your, this is the natural consequences of your actions. You decided to fight against oppressed peoples, and guess what? This is what you get. Boo-hoo, get over it. If you don't want to be doxxed, well, then don't fight against queer liberation. It's really that simple. Beyond the right side of history. It's really that simple. I have no sympathy for people who get doxxed, who fight against, you know, human rights. None. Literally none whatsoever. You don't have the right to complain. I'm sorry. It's as far as I see. Because you chose the wrong side. You get whatever's coming to you. It's really that simple. Uh, but, you know, and, and, and just a tweet before that, she was sitting there bitching about, you know, all the women who spoke out against trans liberation. Uh, you know, saying like, all these people <laughs> whose lives have been ruined because they were bigots. And John Iadarola, I think I pronounced his last name right, but John, I think it's John Iadarola. Uh, he's the guy from the Young Turks who does the damage report. Fucking awful. Like, I listen to that podcast a shit ton, and you would think I know for certain how to pronounce his last name by now, but I don't. I think it's John Iadarola, but anyway, he quote tweeted that tweet. I was just like, um, you know, you could just stop. <laughs> it's like, you know what, that is the most perfect response to her bitching I've ever seen in my life. You know, it's really the most perfect response. Like, you know, instead of bitching about, you know, people complaining about, you know, about people uh, going after you for being against trans liberation, you could just stop. You know, you, you could just stop going against trans liberation. Like, you could just stop. It's not that hard. You could just shut it and stop. Like, just the fucking victim mentality this bitch has. It's fucking amazing. Like, holy shit. Like, just stop. Like, oh, the victim complex this bitch has. It's fucking amazing. You are not a victim. You were victimizing others. Like, this is how bullies work. They play to pretend to be the victim, you know? A few weeks ago, I got, um, I got attacked by James Lindsay. Um, if you don't know who James Lindsay is, you know, God bless you. And you know, you should probably stop listening to this podcast right now because I'm about to ruin your innocence. Uh, but for those of you who, uh, apparently don't have a shit about, give a shit about having your innocence ruined... 
James Lindsay is one of the most prominent anti-CRT activists in America, or that is, anti-critical race theory activists in America. He is a fucking grifter. Um, and, like, this basically, like, he is, like, kind of, like, the, almost like the figurehead of it. Um, and now, because apparently this, the critical race theory grift seems to be falling through a bit, he's now turning his attention to being anti-queer. Um, saying that we shouldn't teach queer shit in school. Saying, you know, we must protect the children from the evil queers. Because queers are all pedophiles and groomers. You know? Um, you know, and his latest moral outrage is this one book um, uh, that apparently they're showing, that they have in schools where they show a child literally sucking the cock of another child, you know, in a gay way. Um, you know, apparently this, you know, t t you can't do that. That's grooming. That's pedophilia. You know, this idea is, you know, two kids, you know, two teens doing gay stuff, you know, but never mind that. Um, so who cares? Um, you know, but you can't show this is his child pornography. Like, who fucking cares? Get over it. I, I guarantee you children have seen far worse than that by now. Um... Like, literally, who cares? Who fucking cares? Like, why? Why, why is this an issue? Um, I, I, don't, I don't understand the issue whatsoever, but, you know, I, I, I defend, you know, I went after him for calling, because he decided to call, he posted a meme where he straight up called all queer people predators. I went after him, but he ran after me and sent, you know, a bunch of his fucking followers after me, so I got a shit ton of death threats, um... I had to block literally hundreds of people that day um, who were sending me death threats, um, you know, calling people who were calling me pedophile, a groomer. Um, it was pretty fucking awful. He called me an abuser. He directly called me a child abuser. Um, he, he said that I was the bully. Um, but, but that's how, you know, and it just shows how he works. He was bullying me. You sending his fans to a bully, and then was calling himself the victim. You know, I have like, what sixty nine followers on Twitter. I have sixty nine. This fucker has thousands, and was sicking his you know sicking hundreds of people upon me, including death threats. You know, just the shit ton of death threats I received from that. Including by so-called queer allies. You know, people like, look, I'm, I'm all on board with queer rights, but this is too far. And you, you're taking it too far. So therefore, into the wood chipper with ya. I'll be there to push you into it. These fuckers who are against liberation of oppressed minorities. They literally believe themselves to be the victims, that us minorities, us oppressed peoples, that we're the bullies, that us acting, asking for any sort of liberation is too much, that we are victimizing them, that we're taking away their rights. Because they genuinely believe that, that they have a God-given right to treat, to treat, do with us whatever the fuck they want. That they have the right to oppress us. That they have the right to kill us. That they have the right to beat the shit out of us. That they have the right to harass us. That they have the right to send us death threats. 
They believed that they had those God-given rights because they are the majority. They are the in-group. And therefore, they are better than us. God, God created them higher than us. They are the Ubermensch. It's all fucking evil. It's also fucking evil. So yeah, fuck J.K. Rowling, fuck James Lindsay. Um, pieces of shit. Um, but yeah, anyway, I need to be getting done with this. So we are going to end with a good news story today. And this is a... Uh, <laughs> this is pretty fucking spectacular good news story, if I say so myself. So, as usual, from Good News Network, find it in the show notes below. Um, this one is titled, Woman Becomes Natural Suppressor of HIV as Her Body Completely Clears the Disease. Doctors Fight Only Antibodies. Hell fucking yeah, this is amazing news for the queer community. Um, but yeah, so, um, another patient has seemingly recovered from a diagnosis of HIV. A woman in Argentina may have become the first person whose immune system itself cured her of the virus. And though it has been heralded as a miracle, it presents hope to scientists and patients that one day we may be able to put the HIV scourge behind us. The 30-year-old woman dubbed it Esperanza patient in the tradition of naming HIV-cured patients after a city of residence may prove a little more special. This is really the miracle of the human immune system that did it. Dr. Zhu Yu, I have no idea, I'm probably mispronouncing that, I am so sorry. Um, a viral immunologist at the Reagan Institute in Boston told NBC, you led the exhaustive, no stone unturned um, search for any trace of HIV in this brand's patient and published a study. Oh, I got hiccups now, I think. Um, this month in the Annals of Internal Science, uh, Medicine, I'm sorry. The few details released to the public regarding the unique case includes that she was diagnosed in 2013 and has been showing non-existent viral presence for eight years. Then in 2020, she gave birth to an HIV-negative child. If researchers can figure out how our immune system is capable of neutralizing the virus so effectively, it would lead to more effective and basic treatments and perhaps even a cure. HIV has been hypothesized as cured in two other people, the London and Berlin patients, who were both cured with stem cell transplant treatment. The transplanted donor cells had a gene defect called CCR5 delta 32 mutants, which results in the absence of one of the critical entry gatekeepers that HIV generally needs to infect cells. In the case of D.S. Branza patient, she is defined as an elite controller with rare odds in an immune system that can suppress the dreaded virus naturally. HIV is difficult to treat and detect, as it is capable of infecting and living dormant in the immune cells, which live the longest, giving it excellent resilience. These elite controllers have an ability to, to preferentially target these long-lived cells, according to another paper published by you in 2020 with D.S. Branza as a participant. The viral, the viral reservoir dries up, removing HIV's most effective survival strategy. I enjoy being healthy, the Esperanza patient who spoke on condition of anonymity told NBC News in a translated email. I have a healthy family. I don't care. I don't have to medicate. 
as long as I have nothing to happen, this is already a privilege. 38 million people live with HIV, which over the last two decades has become somewhat treatable with drugs. But the authors state that the more cases like Esperanza that medical science can uncover and study, the more we can begin to understand what it means and looks like to cure the disease. Maybe another reason people are feeling hopeful. The word Esperanza in Spanish literally means hope. Fuck yeah. Fucking amazing news, especially for the queer community. Um, you know, fucking disease that has just torn the community apart. We really lost a full fucking generation to this fucking awful virus. Uh, and yeah, we now have somebody who's naturally just cured themselves of it. Just for fucking that virus, you know. Like, it really feels like that we may finally be seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. This is just fucking amazing. Um, yeah, you know, maybe there will be a day by the time when I'm, you know, my generation is fucking old, you know, old, that it's no longer a threat, which will be fucking amazing. Anywho, that is everything I got for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Um, and yeah, you know, I'd love to hear from you. My contact information is in the show notes below. Um, all my social media. If you enjoy the show, please support it on Patreon um, so you can get episodes early and ad-free and bonus episodes. And yeah, that's everything I got for today. Um, have a great day. Peace.